I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Until, until the waterfall's home. We seek the deep lake and a wish-granting salmon. Until, until the Last time on Join the Party. In a dramatic upset during the semifinal round of the Bullseye Games, Troy takes down future builder Archimedes Sevens. But that probably won't be what everyone's talking about since something big is going on down below. With a tied up Arello in his hands, Umby escapes Radbert, who's been working for Audrey the Rotten Queen the entire time. Umby blows up Radbert's boat behind him, dropping the 25 or so barrels of rock grubs that were in the hold into the water. Cammy scrambles to figure out what to do about this massive creature below the surf, cursing it to slow it down. But this massive leviathan of a sea anemone just wants those rock grubs to snack on, and it busts through the arcane barrier and, therefore, Small Key Stadium. All Anemone is about to break loose. Let's get the party started. So I have the thesaurus page of Wiggling Up. (laughs) Just so, you know, I can just get this out of the way. Wiggling, quaking, quivering, staggering, swaying, teetering, trembling, wabbling. W-A-B-B-L-I-N-G. Wabbling. I like that. That one's pretty good. That unlocks all kinds of Scrabble possibilities for me. (laughs) Wabble? Yeah. Yeah, wabble's a good one. Double B, Mm. though. That's tough. Wiggles Mm. wabble, but they don't fall down? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know it is falling down. Small Key Stadium oh, as, no. as the giant pink wobbling tentacles 
of the pink sea anemone monster are wabbling and staggering and swaying around you, punching into the driftwood and sea glass that is now crunching and crumbling around you. Uh, and you see that everything around you is moving and shaking uh, because there's an entire stadium above all three of you and all of the boats. That is true. Ooh. Also, there's a mouth somewhere. Not going to tell you where it is, but it's <laughs> definitely down there. You only see like 10 wiggling, wobbling, giant pink tentacles of this of this giant sea anemone. So is it like a watermelon anemone or like a like a raspberry mm. anemone or like Yeah, Julia, as you look closer, you see that there are little strawberry seeds <laughs> all <laughs> over. It's just covered in strawberry seeds as almost like that's a chitin so around every single wiggling uh, tentacle. Oh, now I want to eat it's it. It's going to fuck me up, but that's so cute. Yeah, that's adorable. Brandon, you can't. You have 12 hit points, if I remember correctly? 15. Oh, okay. So maybe you can eat it. All right. Havana's there, too. So as you're down there, as you remember, Umbi, you are, you are on the parking dock side with Havana and also a group of craggish soldiers who let your, your friend Three Lips escape. Radbird is gone, but so is his ship. There's just smoldering uh, wood in the water next to you, and everything is shaking. And remember, Cammy, you are on the other side of the stadium. There's a large channel in between you because you went down the, like, nerdy tourist path. Correct. To see it. And, of course, Cammy, you see the, the big hole in the arcane wall. It's all up. It's like a, like a brick thrown through a window. Well... I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> and which side is Troy on as he like rushes out of the stadium? You're on the you're on the the parking side. Got it. Because when you come down the stairs, you're in the parking area. Got it. Yeah. I would like to start a skill challenge. Ooh, uh -oh. I like those. Ooh. So as we've we've done skill challenges before, I'm doing this a little bit looser, a little bit different here. But first thing I want to ask all three of you: Hey, what do you want to do? What's your intention here? What are your goals? I I have three that I I suppose to you. Okay. One is: Do you want to fight the sea monster? Two is: Do you want to escape through the stadium? Or three: Do you want to escape? through the water, getting on your boat. Is there a fourth option? There are a fourth option. Those are three that came to mind for me. Okay. I think, like, in my mind, the ideal situation is stop the monster, stop the stadium from being destroyed. You could do that. Ideally, I would like to prevent the stadium from collapsing because I do want to win this motherfucking contest and get that key. I was going to say, we still need the key. We can't just leave. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, spirit of competition, remind me, Julia, did he say he couldn't fix the hole in the ozone layer? Oh, yeah, he couldn't. I kept trying to get him to, but he simply couldn't. Hmm. If Got anyone it. wants to take an arcana or a religion check, if you, uh, if you want to make some checks to figure out what you want to do, yeah, please let me know. Right. I'm going to do arcana. Yeah. Wait, before you do, what's your religion? Uh, my religion is plus three. Okay. Can you do religion and I'll do arcana? Because my arcana is plus four, but my religion's only plus one. Yes. Okay. Let me know what you want. What you're thinking. So I'm doing Arcana. I rolled a 15 plus four for a 19. 19. Great. I want to see if there is a way of duct taping this hole. <laughs> Good. <laughs> 
Because I, I know I can't weave it. Yeah. Getting rid of the aerosol hairsprays that everyone uses. Yeah. In Verticello. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's the the hole in the in the O. The zone in ozone is the stadium. I assume. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Troy would like to look around for public safety. I think that's his first thought. And like, are <laughs> how is the structural integrity of the stadium? Like, where could we shore up? the basis of the Troy, stadium. Troy would like to use his superpower. Yeah, he would like yeah, to yeah, use yeah, his yeah, Aggie yeah. roll for sure. <laughs> yeah, if, if the building has blueprints on file, she knows about it. Survival? <laughs> Troy would like to roll strength and just hold up the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, go for it. Survival. Survival, okay. Baby, you never know. You might roll on that 20. Yeah, so no, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm gonna roll. I'm going to roll a survival check. Where yeah. can I, in a moment of crisis, shore up the structural integrity of the stadium? Okay, let's try that. Well, it's a three. No, just kidding. Uh, it's a three plus three for a six. Nice. That's a number. Yeah. Not the net 20 I was hoping for, but it's a number. No. Uh, Troy, you're standing underneath uh, a piece of sea glass that was arranged into the words parking. Oh, And cool. uh, it seems like it's about to come down. Uh-oh. Troy steps to the side. Great. Okay. Good to know. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Survival, A+. Plus. And, it cra- and, it, and it crashes exactly where you were standing. Damn, could have died. <laughs> Damn, could have died. Could have died right now. Yeah. Could have died right today. Who rolled, who rolled religion? Me. Religion, what'd you get? But I only got a 10 plus 3 for 13. 13, okay. Good. So everything that you've heard about the spirit of competition and this whole thing, especially from the stuff that you know from your study from Overstock, right? Mm-hmm. Is that... You know, there's a gaming clause that says that gods and religions are based on the people who are involved with it, right? The more powerful a deity is, is the more people who believe in it. So you haven't heard really anything about the spirit of competition other than the first thing. And mm-hmm. there's no, like, cult to competition. There's no, like, super strong pole vaulters around spreading the word of competition around. Damn. You haven't read anything about this. You know that this is, it's obviously based in the Olive Piad, but like, it's not around anymore. It's not like when you were watching any of the rounds happening, it's not like this was secretly one big secret ritual to give the spirit of competition power. It's just Let like, me stop you right there, Eric. Okay. This is a clap if you believe in Tinkerbell situation is what you're telling me. I do believe in fairies. I do, I do. I do, I do. Uh, yes, Brandon. Yes, <laughs> I would say it's not that simple. You can't just get everyone to say, wow, I'm having so much fun in competition. You can't get everyone to start clapping and then Tinkerbell yeah, yeah. comes back. It's not like that. Yeah. If only. Well, let's talk about this Arcana roll. Julia, what'd you get? Uh, it was a 15 plus four for 19. All right. Well, yeah. What do you want to know exactly? Like I said, I want to know if there is a way that I can basically duct tape this hole shut so that we could, you know, save the stadium, reinforce the defenses. With a 19, the Arcana barrier kept the sea monsters out. The sea monsters in and is destroying the stadium. You're saying, wow, I wish I had a better lock and there's already a moose destroying everything okay. in the house. Let me let me rephrase that though. Cause like in my Fair. mind, an anemone is something that is typically like in the seafloor, right? Or attached to a rock or something. So sure. this thing I imagined had just like spread up into the stadium and is causing havoc. Yeah. But is it more mobile than that? Yeah, it moved. You saw it move. 
I, I saw like the base of it move. You saw it move, right? Okay. Like it's I'm using the sea anemone as a starting off point for this sea monster. Gotcha. But it certainly you saw it move. It moved from outside the barrier. The barrier got broken and it moved inside and now tentacles up. Okay, got so it. it's now fully inside the barrier. Yes, it's fully inside okay. the barrier. I misunderstood that. I thought part of it was still like in between the barrier. No, no, it pushed through. And I was thinking of like a sci-fi porthole situation where if we close it, maybe it would cut it in half. No, no, yes, no, Amanda. No, no, no. Okay, I have a crazy idea. I do have two jars of rock grubs that Troy grabbed from the first shipwreck that is true. for a taste of home, TM. What if Troy hopped on the sea whip and started leading a little Goldilocks trail of rock grubs away from the stadium? Okay, Eric, can I roll nature? And see if that kind of plan would work to lure this thing away from the stadium. Yeah, roll another. Okay. Ro- yeah, if you want to do a nature roll, roll, roll something. You else. roll the best, Julia. Whatever okay. you get. Well, that's a 14 plus four for an 18. <laughs> well, an 18, I would say uh, th- this thing is certainly rock grub motivated. And as I understand it, the harbor is still filled with the barrels of rock grubs from. Radbert's ship that exploded, right? No, nah, that shit got eight. Oh, it already got eight. That okay. shit got eight. That nice. was what that was like the cue. It was like the tentacles came up and grabbed them and now they're like, oh, there's probably more food up. Oh, so you would say it's all out of snacks now. It's I all would, out of snacks. I would say it's all out of snacks now. You're right. Okay, well, I have proficiency steering the ship and I can find a safe place to land. And if me and Harold and Syl just like drop a little Goldilocks trail going out, y'all can work on like the barrier and or public safety. You you all you can all do it together. Could do we it. could all do it together. I don't like splitting the party. That True. didn't work very well for the rest in the past couple episodes. Fair. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say that, yeah, my thought was that Amanda too. I was going to sort of like try to get people to safety. That is a great idea. If we hold on, because Brandon, I just had a fucking brain blast. Blame blast. Blame blast. Blame blast. Baja blame blast. blast. Baja blame blast. (laughs) Eric, take your headphones off for a second. I want to give Brandon an idea. Okay. Brandon, Mm -hmm. what if we did the plan that Troy is suggesting right now, right? Mm -hmm. But what if we also filled the things with bombs and then it follows the scent and then you drop it off and it eats the rock grubs, but it's also bombs. I love that. How big are the rock grubs? It's like, well, they're like full barrels of rock grubs. Oh, they're barrels. Yeah. Oh, oh barrels. Destroy took two barrels. Oh, they're barrels. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Okay. Cool. Great. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. We got the plan then. I just like making plans where you can't hear it because I don't want you to start planning against my plan. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, man. I think all of us should do the sea Get on the that ship. way, yeah, Cammy can shape water maybe yes. or like attract the attention with of the guy with the spell. Brandon can be our firing person and fire some, you know, mini barrels or jars or like individual rock grubs in a trail and try will navigate. I think it'll probably just smell it. For, like if you open the top of that barrel, I think it'll just smell yeah. it and follow you guys. No, let's do it. So, or follow us. So let's do it. Cool. Cool. Um, Eric, take your headphones off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> It's a recurring theme now. What's up? Here's the problem is that I can't, like, I don't have time bombs. But, like, if you just put bombs in a barrel and, like, primed them and this thing chomped down on them, wouldn't they explode? I think strictly rules-wise, no. Let's Hmm. see if we can do the first phase of the plan. And then once we run out of bait, we'll just sail away and do what we got to do. Okay. Because if, if it's not coming back to the stadium for more snacks, it's it's not, like, a huge threat. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
Cool. Okay. All right. So here's how the skill challenge is going to work now that you have a goal. You want to escape from underneath the stadium using the seat via the water, right? Yes. And you can also do all of the things to also pull the monster away as well. Here's how we're going to do this. As we've done with skill challenges before, we are now in skill challenge territory. I need everyone to roll a d20 right now. All right, big butterfly. Any uh, additions? No. Fuck. <laughs> Five. Fourteen. Two. All right. <laughs> All right. This is going to be even harder. You need eight successes Jesus. on skill checks to make this happen, and you have three failures uh, that might count against you. Okay. In order to make this happen in the way that you want it to happen, you need eight successes before before you get three failures, okay? Okay. The okay. difference here is that you can do any checks that you want to that you think will, will work towards this happening. Mm -hmm. The only restriction I will put on this is that if someone makes a check, they cannot make the same check again. So, for example, if Cammy makes an Arcana check, Cammy cannot make another Arcana check. Other people can make Arcana checks, but Cammy cannot do that again. You got to have different stuff. Bang on. Yeah. Also, if all of you want to do something together, you may, and that can count as one, and then that would be, I'll do an average of whatever DC I'm thinking of, but most of this stuff will probably be on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay? And remember, you can do any checks, anything that anything that you think might work here. For example, here are some examples of things you could do. Obviously, Troy steering the boat. Obviously, Umby shooting barrels if he wants to. You could also do a survival check or an animal handling check to do something that, that would catch the, the sea monster's attention, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Does everyone understand what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And we get it. So this is a little bit squishier than we've done it. I'm not throwing stuff in front of you. We're doing like a mini, a, a quick time event of you all doing checks that would help you in this particular moment. Hell yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, you will need to steer and go pick up Cammy. Cammy can also like run over and stuff like that. Like that's fine. Well, well. The only thing, the other, other the restrictions, I would remind you, Cammy is on the other side of a channel of water that has a big sea anemone wiggly sea monster in it. Oh, yeah, that is true. So if you want to go pick up Cammy, you got to go do that and make a check to, yeah. to, to go. You have to go do that. Can I shape water, though, and just like, whoosh? That's a, yes, you have to deal with it. Of course right, you can. Cool. But you, so you have to deal with that situation. Okay? Gotcha. Skill challenge, colon. Uh, sea, sea monster, sea monster wrangler, begin! All right. It's a very weird sequel to Monster Hunter, but I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm down. But like a really practical sequel to Monster Rancher, another <laughs> That was actually the, um, the translation team in the United States. It's actually Wiggly Monster Guy, in uh, from the, if you directly translate it so from the sense. Japan. It makes a lot yeah, of makes sense. Wow. From the Japanese, yeah. So, Eric, the channel that separates... Umbi and Troy from Cami. Is that the channel that leads out into the open water as well? Yeah. Imagine there's like a big water parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's the docks. There's the big water stuff that's underneath the shaking and, and wriggling and writhing and waggling stadium with the with the tentacles. And then Cami's on the other side, correct? Yeah. So Umbi, if you want to join Troy, we can hop on the sea whip, mm -hmm. whip it around into that channel and get Cammy on board before we start luring this big guy out with more snacks. All right. Yep. See whip it around, but yes. Exactly. You're the, right. You the know big, what? The Brandon, Eric, please. I fucked up. 
The, right. the biggest <laughs> Yui and the U in Yui stands for underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So what kind of check would you like from me, Eric? I have proficiency in uh, water vehicles. Tell me what checks you want to do. Yeah. So how would you like maybe athletics for this or acrobatics to get there quick and whip her around dexterously? Yeah. Let's do. So this would be a water vehicles check. This is why I hate official stuff. Here's what it says for vehicle proficiency. If you have proficiency with a certain type of vehicle, land or water, you can add your proficiency bonus to any check you make to control that vehicle in difficult circumstances. Tell me what what it is! Tell me what it is! Let's do decks then, because we're trying to like do the equivalent of like backing out of a parking spot, swinging around to the entrance, picking someone up and getting out. 100% I like that. So All yeah, right. decks plus your proficiency, please. I'm looking for a 13. Actually, I'm looking, I'm looking for a 14 because there's a monster in the water. You go, girl. Fuck me. Okay. Three plus two plus three. So that's only an eight. That's an eight. Fuck. That's fine. All right. We got one failure. Shit. Guys, I've gone through all my D20s. <laughs> Just pick the one that's being spicy. Just let it happen. All right. Big butterfly. <laughs> all right. We have one failure in the skill challenge bucket. And I think at that point, Umbi and Troy, as you're doing, maybe you're doing a K-turn, and you're doing a lot of li- really small turns. Yeah. It's turning into like a 23-point turn. And that's enough time for a big wiggly pink tentacle to come down on the sea whip What do you both do? Is it going to subtract negative uh, 1d6 from that and also take some psychic damage? It is going to do that, Julia. You're <laughs> right. But what do you, Umbi, Troy, what do you do? We have a protocol for this. I think Troy will will do evasive maneuvers and try to like the thing of like turning into a skid, um, but we'll try to to veer away from the arc of the tentacle as Umbi engages in counter maneuvers. Counter maneuvers meaning in my brain throwing bombs at the motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah, Umbi, make it a yeah, throw a bomb at it. Make it a attack roll. Let's see what happens. I'm just gonna do a regular old bomb. Uh, I got a 13 plus five for 18. Yes. Ooh. Nice. Wonderful. God, I feel like shit. Sorry, I put a failure on the board. It's okay. I would like everyone who's listening to this episode to recognize that I'm the one rolling well. Proud you of are. you, buddy. You are. Proud of you, buddy. Why are you pulling up? The DM screen? He's looking at something. I don't like that. Don't like that at all. <laughs> How much does cheese cost? How much does cheese cost? What is that, like two silver, maybe? Like a whole wheel of cheese? Is it parm? Two-year-age parm? Oh, yeah. I'd pay a full gold for a two-age parm. <laughs> Alright, wonderful. Gold per, per year. <laughs> Hell yes. Alright, Umbi, Troy, I want you to take nine points of damage. Oh. I have the 4d10 that I was attacking with because Umbi hit it with a bomb. Sweet. Cammy, you also look over and you see that there is steam coming out of the water underneath where the sea anemone's face might be. Steam? Yeah, your hex is still on, my man. Yeah, okay, good, good. It's just flavor saying you did some stuff. <laughs> All right, cool. Sorry, I was confused. I no. thought this was a clue. I thought it was a clue. <laughs> no, it's just color. It's not a clue. <laughs> oh, no, it's all clues. It's always been clues. Incredible. <laughs> Sorry, Eric, where's Havana right now? Is he on the boat with us? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Um, we need some healing, Havana. Uh, when is his turn? If he gets a turn, I would love some heals. I will see if Havana can steal himself to take care of that in this cool. in this particular thing. But I just need player checks during the skill challenge. Yes. All right. The big wiggly pink tentacle comes down, slamming onto the sea whip as you take nine points of damage. But Troy, this does not stop the sea whip's momentum as it spins out, and you can go pick up Cammy. I would like Troy's next thing to be an athletics check for barrels to open the lid of one of the barrels of rock rubs. 
Uh, yeah, sure. Give me an athletics check. Come on, Amanda. All right, I have proficiency in athletics and barrels. I like the first thing you do is you run up. To, you run up being like, I need the snags. I need this barrel. <laughs> All right, so we have an eight plus four for my athletics check, but I also have proficiency in barrels. So do I add <laughs> double proficiency? <laughs> yes. Right? Let her do it. Yes, you. of course you do. All Fuck right. Yes. So then I have an eight. Plus four for a 12, plus three for 15 in barrels. All right, that's a success. Put a success Woo! on the board. Yay! As you pop up with the top, obviously your study of barrels, you know exactly how to pop the top like a Pringles can. Exactly. <laughs> so you have one. Not how they're meant to be open, but it's okay this one time. <laughs> <laughs> that is one success, one failure. You are one step closer away from the grave. Guys, I'm net neutral. Net neutral. <laughs> Cami, Umby, what do you want to do? I would like to d- dunk myself onto the ship. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, 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 uh, now, Cami. Yeah. First of all, I need, I need a really dramatic zoom in and slow motion of you lacing up these shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Or if there was a Gatorade commercial mm. where Cami was doing the voiceover, <laughs> what would that look like? Well, you just see you see it happening, and then they disappear because Cammy's skirt is too long. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, they don't clash with my fashions." I'm imagining Cammy pouring the bright blue Gatorade out of a teacup <laughs> or out of a teapot. Yeah. With the bright blue beads of sweat on her forehead. Exactly. So, what? Yeah. How does this? What is this? How is this a dunk? Tell me how this is a dunk. It's a dunk because I am jumping into the air and then slamming myself down onto the deck. For sure. And I assume you're trying to jump like more than five feet. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool if you did that. You Uh can windmill your legs as you're in the air. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to space jam. Is that all right with you, (laughs) Eric? No, that's good. I just want to know. Because I assume that you're stretching your arm out to get Nani on the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palming Nani. Yeah. I mean, may I yes and and say we got lots of open windows that you could dunk yourself into. We got sails you could dunk yourself into. I don't care where it is. I'm just going to dunk myself onto the boat. (laughs) You can dunk yourself into Harold. That works. Into Harold. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Cammy goes, Harold for the assist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me an athletics check, and you have advantage on this jump. All right, that's pretty good for the first one, and pretty good for the second one. All right, so that is a 18 minus one. Hey, that's good. Pretty good. 17's good. That's another success. Put another success on the big board for the Toon Squad as Cammy dunks herself onto the ship. That's us. You see, like, Cammy lands and just, like, has her arms out and is like, okay, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. <laughs> you're, you're swinging on the mast like it's a rim of a basketball net. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> All right, Umby, what do you got? I would love to throw a flashbang at the eyes or at least in the vicinity of this giant monster to help us try to get some time to escape. Okay, I'm going to say, that sounds great. Throw that flashbang. That's going to be your throw-a-bomb check for the skill challenge. Like a Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Have we considered that all of this is on a utility belt? (laughs) Um, We haven't. We should. Have we considered that most of Brandon's characters have been like Batman? (laughs) You're not wrong when I think about it. Yeah, Tracy never had parents. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on B. That's Les's voice. That's yeah. pretty good. That's what Les sounds like. That's true. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I got a seven plus five for a twelve. 
Is it the same BC every time, or you're you're figuring it out each time? I, were we usually we're shooting? Yeah, we're shooting for a thirteen. Yeah. Um, I think. Guys, come on. <laughs> it happens. It happens. That's a failure. I think that you still, you throw the flashbang in there and it sinks to the bottom. But all it does is you see now 20 tentacles shoot up and wiggle around like a, a Pokemon startled in the long grass. <laughs> and then immediately shoots up and slams into the top of the stadium. And you're seeing a lot of sea glass raining down towards you. And then you hear <laughs> as one quarter of the stadium starts to ah! slide into the water like watching a glacier go into the ocean this is so Oof. bad it is massive now glass is raining down towards all of you uh what do you all do panic <laughs> good uh i think we should go full speed ahead trailing rock rubs behind us in the channel as we go from the one barrel we have two but one is open right now yes Let's keep one. Yes. But trail with the, the other. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Or are you asking what do we do in regards to the raining glass? No, the raining glass. Yeah, that's yeah, what the I raining glass. Meant. I mean, I think uh -huh. other people are probably figuring out protocols, but I think this is the thing that will mitigate damage the fastest. Yeah. And uh, you see as the quarter of the stadium like slides into the water, you also see uh, there's a bunch of people on the, sitting in their seats screaming. As all of them are clamoring and scampering out, you see pirates fall into the water. Some of them trying to latch on to the side of the stadium, just dangling hundreds of feet above the water. They can all swim. This is a bold assumption, but all right. I can throw one potion of water breathing into the ground. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw, yeah. please. Nat 20. Woo. Nice. 18. Hey, I also got an 18 plus. Hey. Eric, if I roll a nat 20 on any of these skills, can that count as two successes at this point? We will see. We'll certainly see. This is, we're not going to do, we're not there's gonna just do no this. fucking way. There's just no way. 23 total then. 23? 18. 18. Oh, that's all really good. It's really good. I rolled really good on my, on my glass damage though. So I'm going to be fair and I'm going to divide it by three this time because you all did so well. It's going to be eight points of slashing damage. Cool. And Umby's knocked out. Yep. That's what I fucking figured. Okay. 29. Troy's going to drag Umby's uh, body into the cabin and yell for Havana. The last thing he says is, thank you, Troy. Oh, boy. And then he's fully dead. Weird. What's, ha what's happening? What, what happened? Havana, Umby is out. You got you to gotta wake him back up. We've been through this. We know the protocol. I forget. Uh, I need to look at my textbooks about um with or pray about Havana? if there's glass if, if there's glass through a uh, if there's glass through a produce green folk. Do you take it out or not? Havana, you know the way down the path. You've got this. Aw. Okay. okay, I'll take him. Can I roll persuasion as a fucking? Uh, yeah. Yes, thing? you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. As the stench of green bell pepper fills the room. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen hey. for Havana. Put a success on the board. Havana says, "Okay, I got. Okay, I will." Cammy. Havana. Thank you. You got this. Your grandpa smells so bad. Yeah, yeah, he does. he does. The waft of green bell peppers, it's terrible. Yeah. I have a green bell pepper in my fridge right now. When I cut it, I'm going to smell it and see what it smells like. <laughs> yeah. 
in my head, there's like a pawpaw fruit skewer of like a big jagged slice of of, yeah. sea, of blue sea glass. It's so pretty. It looks like something that like an NYU student would take a photo of. <laughs> this is called American capitalism. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Umbi, unfortunately, I'm going to have to see when Havana is going to take care of this. Uh, so you are, uh, you are down at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. We can handle this. How many successes do we have? You have three successes, two failures. All right, three successes, two failures. You need five, five more successes. More, guys. Five, five more. Five more. All right, what do you do? Uh, what What's the next step? We need to sail out of here. That's ah! the next. Yeah, Troy's <laughs> going to focus on just sailing as fast as humanly possible. Can I persuade Harold and Syl to assist more than they've ever assisted before? Mm. You absolutely can. First, Troy, Thanks. I'm going to need you to make a perception check. This won't count. Thank God. Can I assist with that? You can, yeah, you can make a perception check as well. Okay. I got a 12 flat. I rolled another fucking nat 20. Beautiful. Nice. Nat 20. Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. Cammy, at the moment that you see the, the quarter of the stadium slide into the water, that is the quarter that's like facing you. You're looking at it from down below and you see the quarter near you come down. And as you're looking up, you see that the dual platform is still raised. And you see one dot of green and the colors of the South American sunset. Kids Cervantes, baby. Standing on the platform, holding their water gun. Yeah. It's still it's incredibly far away. You would not have been able to see this without a nat 20. But you see that Kid Cervantes is standing there, prepared, cactus legs bowed, cactus arms in cactus position. <laughs> Just Kid Cervantes? Just Kid Cervantes. Waiting for his next opponent? I would say so. Would that next opponent be Troy Riptide? You also see that the clear box with the cloud key inside is sitting next to him. But we have a deal with Kid Cervantes, right? Kid Cervantes is the one we made the deal with? Yeah. If I win, if I, I will give you the key yes. if you save my siblings who are in the underwater prison, correct? Great. Troy's still in the running, though, right? Correct. Troy won his... Okay. Correct. I mean, I also, like, miss my match or something, but... Is there now a water channel to go pick him up, Eric? If you could go back the way you came if you wanted to, but there's a big sea monster there. So we'd have to go back through. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to go back through. I think Troy would want to keep sailing. Okay. Yeah, there's no other option. I'm it's open just, to... It's just no. perception check. It's all right. All right. All right. Troy, you still want to do that? Keep sailing, baby. Yeah. I mean, I think nothing will, will stop Troy from attempting to save the people at this point. All right. Persuasion check. What do you say? Harold, Sill, this is uh, Operation, uh, the, the Puppets Palladium is on the verge of failure. We need to sail faster than we've ever sailed. <laughs> Cammy in the background's panicking, like, not the Puppet Palladium. Harold says, the puppets, and Sill says, I don't know what that is. It's my first time feeling this feeling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got an 11 plus two for a 13 exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. yeah, that's a 13. That's a success. Yes. It was the puppets. The puppets did it. <laughs> the puppets did it. The puppets did it. Both Sill and Harold then pull ropes like they've never pulled ropes before. The sails are out, out at full, full billowing mast as you are picking up speed going away from the stadium. Cammy, toss those grubs in. Okay. And then Cammy is going to do something that is not strength because I simply... Oh, Cammy's going to cast Petal Storm and have Ooh. it whip up Ooh. into a whirlwind that is going to then 
trail it behind the ship. Because basically I can keep moving that as like a bonus action. Can you tantalize it like a dog with a treat? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like that's the word out. Yeah, love it. And like also like hoping that the wind yeah, will yeah, yeah. like the scent of it will get back to the anemone. Do you want it to grab the yeah. scent of the rock grubs, go over yes. there, and then come back behind the sails? Exactly. Listen, yeah. I heard eighty percent of taste is smell, so I think this has a great <laughs> chance of success. And eighty yeah. percent of smell is memory, so yeah. uh that's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the anemone seen some shit. And eighty percent of memory memory is Gatorade, baby. Can you wick some blue? sweat off of her brow. Yeah. All right, Cammy. yeah, you expend that spell slot to do Petal Storm and give me an Arcana check. Okay. That's going to be a 13 plus 6 for a 19. 19? Hey. That's another success, baby! All right, 5 to 2. We might pull it off. It's true. As you're pulling away, you see that the tentacles, now that there's 20, you see 10 of them turn and look like little periscopes towards you <laughs> and stop smashing the stadium. Cammy goes a fast G. <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to give you a choice here. Yeah. Down in the hold, as Umbi is skewered and Havana is looking through medical textbooks, try to pull the glass out of you and then goes, no, I'm not supposed to do that. And then like takes a moment to pray and think, would you like to make a roll to heal Umbi? I would medicine check. I know you don't know what it is, what it is. But theoretically, he is your healer. Would you like to chance this medicine check and put it towards the skill challenge? If it's successful, Umbi can come back with a few. He has to have good medicine. He has to have good no, medicine. No, I'm not going to risk it. I don't think it's worth it. All right. That's fine. It's up to you. That's fine. We only have one failure left. I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. <laughs> don't risk it on Eric, who's been rolling really well lately. <laughs> I would have put it. I would have had Brandon roll, but that's fine. Okay. It's totally up to him. Havana that's is not over- how statistics work. <laughs> Havana is uh, is overwhelmed by the moment and cannot figure out a way to bring Umbi back in time. I'll I'll go down there and fucking give Havana some medical advice. Can that be one of my next moves while Troy, like, fucking takes us out? <laughs> yes. If you want, yeah. If I'm going to you... go down there. I have a plus six to medicine. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I love it. <laughs> I love this. You're like, Havana should be done by now. Yeah. You're, like, coming back. Be like, where is my order? Where is my sandwich? <laughs> no, Cammy wouldn't be so mean because now she and Havana have rapport. Cammy goes down being like, Havana, do you need a little bit of, like, moral support? I, I just, I, I don't know what's the best thing to do. I have my medical books and I have the uh, religious books here and I, neither of them are telling look. you what to do. And just take a quick look. I just like, I thought the point of having all of this stuff was it would give you clarity, but it does not give me any clarity at all. Cammy walks in, totally scrubbed up with an apron and <laughs> her hands in the air. <laughs> I, lo- I love it's like, it's like, um, plague yeah, doctor mask, a plague doctor mask. Regular cooking apron, cle- cleaning gloves. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> Cammy's like, you know how sometimes, you know, when you're looking for something that someone asked for and you can't find it, but then they come over and they see it immediately? That's how I'm feeling right now. Cammy just points in the medical textbook and also in the path book and, like, is like, if you just combine these two, you're good to go because Cammy rolled a 18 plus 6 for oh, 24. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a success, but Julia, I'm going to have to ask you hey, what's the medical procedure you're supposed to do when a produce green folk is impaled by? something uh take it out stuff it with stuff sew it back up (laughs) (laughs) oh put in put in herbs and breadcrumbs yes of course and then when he bakes he'll smell better next time iv of fruit juice into the veins is is it you use one of those um like the syringes but it's usually you put broth in but this is actually for the turkey baster for blood yeah Yeah, you put a turkey baster in there Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. yeah 
Incredible. Umbi, you come back with five hit points, my man. Yay! As the sea glass is pulled from your midsection, you are stuffed with herbs and then sewn back up. There's nothing more healing than some herbs, Umbi. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> kind of hands him a cup of tea and then goes back upstairs. Yay! Yeah. Wait, if you're if you wait if you're so calm, are we done? No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many successes is that? That is six to two. Six to two, baby. All right, one not twenty. Julia might be able to get this for us. Here's I can, the thing: I can still do insight, which I have plus six to, and I can still do nature, I think, which yeah. I have plus four to. I'm gonna say Umbi needs to make at least one of these rolls. I don't know about that. Yeah, Umbi has to make at least one of these rolls because Brandon's only done one. Yeah, give me Arcana because I have plus six to Arcana. All right, there we go. Do it. What are you doing? So we're in motion. We are speeding down the channel. Hopefully we have made it out from under the stadium by now. There is a whirlwind of stinky, stinky, still wiggling rock grubs following the boat. And uh, Harold and Syl have never been sailing better. Mm. Brandon, remember the plan with the other barrel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's one, one open barrel of rock grubs whose contents are in, now in a whirlwind and one closed barrel. I don't think that's going to work, Julia. Brandon, but what if we... Because you can shoot your bombs, right? That's the whole point of your position as gunner on the ship, right? Yeah, correct. What if we put the ba- the plan, but then loaded the barrel into the cannon? That's what I assumed you were going to do. Yeah. Well, the plan was, now we'll reveal it to you, Eric. We're going to stuff a bunch of bombs into the barrel, and now <laughs> we're going to shoot it. <laughs> Not to be a stickler of my own rules here, but bombs don't work that way. Like, I, can't, I don't... Because there's a timed bomb that I can get later, but I don't have oh. it. That's, That's fine. totally fine. But what I can do, Julia, I think what I'm going to do is fill this rock grub barrel with some serpent venom. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of serpent is it, Brandon? Um, It's a vine, some sort of vine mm-hmm. serpent thing. What do we got? Uh, I've, I... A... Can, can I make a suggestion? I want to hear it, yeah. Kudzu cobra, for sure. Yep, that's it. Oh, I was going to say it's a cottonmouth. Cottonmouth? Cottonmouth. I'm going to no, <laughs> Julia took less steps. Therefore, she got closest. She didn't go over. Nice. <laughs> Price is right rules. Yeah, it's always right. right. We're always, always. playing Price is right rules. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's the venom from a cottonmouth. And cool. yeah, I think if, Eric, if it's okay, I'll also toss it off the boat at the same time or shoot it off the boat at the same time but I don't know if that's two actions I think yeah we'll do that last if you all succeed you can just push the barrel off at the end cool yeah okay so then I'm going to roll uh arcana yeah what's what is the skill related to your class that is bomb stuff or potion stuff intelligence all right, if you're doing a potion thing, let's do intelligence plus proficiency. Great. So that is plus six on, anyway. We're li- I'm also looking for a 13 here. Uh, Brandon, please. Uh, let's just uh, meet out this tension as long as we can. Brandon, can you put in so much dramatic music while we're waiting here? So much dramatic. Right here is where I put, I've been holding on to this super dramatic cue that sounds like a uh, fucking oh, really? super pirate bullshit. Brandon, roll happening. the fucking dice. <laughs> Guys, what do you think it was? Oh my God, Brandon! Come on, tell, tell us. us. I can't handle Intel- it. Okay, what's your intelligence and proficiency? What's that? Well, Eric, it doesn't matter because I got on that one. Jesus <laughs> fucking! <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm, I gotta leave. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
Listen, guys, dice tell stories, and we are just the vessels for those stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so close. Jesus if it had been a nat Christ. 20, that would have been it right there. <laughs> oh, boy. I was trying to stay knocked out. Julia was the one that brought me back to life. I was trying Brandon, to get do not blame Julia for bringing you back into the game. Come on. Nancy, I'll just leave you down there. Hey, you know, right? you know I suck at Dungeons and Dragons. What are you doing? Yeah, we all know that I'm a bad roller. You know what, Brandon? When you're down, there's no winning with you. Oh, you healed the, the bad guy before you healed me. Oh, you brought me back too soon. <laughs> you're right, Julia. You're right. Jesus. All right, Brandon, make an Arcana check for me. Okay. Oh, boy. 12 plus 6 for 18. For 18. Oh, okay, well, there's great. the fucking roll. Had to get that really shitty one out first. The thing that I wanted to know was if Umbi, in his healing state, was a little groggy and maybe dropped a regular bomb inside inside of the barrel and it exploded into your faces. Luckily, it didn't. Umbi did, in fact, pour the cottonmouth poison, which, of course, ate through the bottom of the barrel and spills rock grubs all over the deck. I can fix this. That I is three failures. No, let me fix it. The skill challenge is over. Ugh. And everything stinks like rock grubs. All three of you are standing on the deck with Syl and Harold moving or moving around you. Havana also standing there nervous and just not, not helping at all. It's just almost, it's slow motion. You feel movement pulling and pulsating around you. And then you hear... <laughs> As small key stadium implodes, a shining beacon of pirate ingenuity destroyed at the hands of <laughs> the tentacles. <laughs> by, it's destroyed by the hands and tentacles of a malevolent rotten queen. It slides into the water. The sunset bouncing off of both the water and the sea glass and lots and lots and lots of pirates screaming I'm not that good at swimming <laughs> hey it's Amanda this episode is brought to you by Tiny Luxuries. Now, no, that's not a uh, millennial jewelry brand. That is when your husband insists on buying some vanilla simple syrup for your cold brew, even though it's $4, which you think is too much because you're really going to enjoy it. And then, hey, we really enjoy it. So thanks, Eric, and welcome to the mid-roll. Oh, so tasty. Welcome to our newest patrons, Tom, Pat, and Trey. Now, I don't know, Trey, if your name is really Trey or if you made your name Trey for us, but either way, you rock. And thank you three, as well as the hundreds of you who support us on Patreon for helping make this show possible. We literally could not make this podcast without your support on Patreon. So if you are trying to prioritize supporting more independent creators this autumn, please consider giving us just five bucks a month or sign up right now for a whole year of Patreon support at patreon.com slash join the party pod. What do you get in addition to that warm feeling of knowing you are helping make this place possible? Well, you get 
the patron discord. It's incredible. It is hopping. There's always so much to catch up on. And truly, as the internet becomes more fragmented and places we maybe used to spend time on social media or forums are more and more hostile to human connection, it's places like the Join the Party Discord that I am really grateful for and I find myself spending time online. We've just started a thread. Mod Zach created it for all of your plant photos if you are inspired by Vertistello and want to share. So that has been my favorite thing of late. Plus, you get party planning. We're releasing four episodes of party planning this August. Normally, it's every other week and all kinds of other benefits. Join us today at patreon.com slash join the party pod. This week at Multitude, I would love if you checked out Tell Me About It. This is a game show about proving that the things you like are actually interesting, hosted by our own Eric and Adel Refai from Hello from the Magic Tavern and Hey Riddle Riddle. Now, Adel is playing an eccentric billionaire who forces guests to come on the podcast to prove that their favorite thing is interesting and cool. And then audio butler Eric puts together a series of wild games and challenges to actually score the guests. And there have been episodes on things like plants and Sondheim and... Something tells me that you all would be especially interested in the next guest coming out. So it's not me, someone uh, more famous and important than me. So go ahead and subscribe now. Look up Tell Me About It in your podcast app. New episodes are out every other Thursday. And trust me, you are not going to want to miss the next one. We are sponsored this week by Ravensburger Cree Art. Now, Ravensburger, you may know as the makers of incredible classic jigsaw puzzles and board games, but they now have an ultimate paint-by-number experience called Cree Art. They make paint-by-number kits that have everything you need to start your artistic journey. And now whether you're a seasoned artist looking for a new challenge or a beginner eager to explore the world of painting, but like me, maybe you haven't picked up a paintbrush since, oh, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade, their kits cater to all skill levels and ages. And listen, my grandma is a huge fan of both Ravensburger puzzles and now Cree Art. I sent her one of their kits and she loves it. It's really fun. She's like keeping her dexterity up. And when she wants a break from reading or doing puzzles, this is one thing that she does while watching TV. And she gives it an A plus, which, you know, it's hard to get from Jammy. So if you want to go and explore all that Ravensburger has, including Cree Art, go ahead and check out Cree Art in your local game store or art supply store or on Amazon, as well as Ravensburger's website. So go ahead. That's Cree Art, C-R-E-A-R-T by Ravensburger. Finally, the show is sponsored by BetterHelp, where BetterHelp knows that sometimes in life we are faced with some really tough choices and don't always know how to proceed. I definitely find myself being kind of struck by indecision and not really sure where to move forward on things both big and small, thinking about big stuff around, you know, career, relationships, my apartment, anything else that feels like it's huge and kind of immovable and the stakes are so high if you get it wrong. But that kind of feeling can also really easily apply to to small stuff. And maybe if you're anything like me, you let your fear of making the wrong choice get in the way of making any choice. And I am really grateful that I get to talk that kind of thing over with my therapist, where I can sort of get all my thoughts out of my head and talk to somebody who is qualified in there to help me navigate those choices. And before I could find a therapist who was affordable and taking new patients and was in New York City, I relied on BetterHelp, which is entirely online and designed to be 
convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. Well, it's weird this episode was only 60 minutes long, but here we are. <laughs> can we course correct and try to go start picking people up? You can go back. Yeah, for sure. So we are out of the skill challenge. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, Amanda. I'm going to go ahead and use shape water yeah. to get the the gunk off of the deck because I don't want this thing <laughs> yeah. trying to eat us no, in Julia, the middle of the fucking ocean. Julia, yeah. sweep up the, the barrel, like whatever else is left, and just fling it as far as the water can. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I like that. I do like the Fantasia-ness. The, the, fa- the water mm-hmm. is like cleaning it up for yeah. you while everyone is just looking in the wake of this devastation. Yeah, Umbi's just sort of frozen, like looking at the ground. Just like, Cammy, oh, oh, oh. you clean up. I'll I'll do a ten four. Is that what? No. Already I'll on do a one eighty. A ten four. What? One eighty. All right, guys, come on. It's rescue mission time. Hmm. And Troy's gonna start navigating the boat back toward the stadium and picking up whoever I can. Have we considered that the the that the sea monster's still there? I mean, it hopefully was following us and is now eating the snacks. Um, I feel like this is the first time we like truly failed at something in the I show. And, like, I feel awful. I feel guilty. <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't the hold, you know, or something like that. Yeah, that would have been worse. But like, Still now bad. we don't know where that key is. We don't know where Kid Cervante is. Yeah, hopefully Kid saved it. Yeah, hopefully. As you pull a big Yui back to the rubble of Small Key Stadium, Cammy, you notice that there's more that is a, there's a fair amount of steam coming, like kind of around mm-hmm. around the rubble of the stadium, almost like the stadium has slid into some hot springs, uh, and then you see that the, the steam goes away, and a big shadow makes is coming towards you, and then takes a wide left towards where all of the nasty snacks are. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, it's not over by the stadium or what used to be the stadium anymore. So that's good, I guess. We did what we could. Let's let's go pick up some people. All right. Troy's going to turn the sea whip around and start a recovery protocol. Yeah. Just have Harold like scoop people out of the water yep. as we go by. Exactly. <laughs> Phil and Harold can give them a, a slimy little yoink up onto the deck. Yes, please mm-hmm. describe this to me. So is Harold attached to a rope? So I think Syl and Harold become twin trawling nets. Yeah. They stretch themselves out mm. as wide and thin as they'll get and then sweep up people and funnel them up like every, you know, every few uh, clicks. Well, uh, mm-hmm. flap the wings up to empty the net. <laughs> every few nautical miles. Exactly. <laughs> onto the deck. Uh, and Cammy is handing out little paper cups of hot tea for everyone being like, oh. here you go. That was traumatic, wasn't it? It was. I fell for, up from so high. Mm-hmm. But you're still alive. Hey, guys, more like Tiny Key Stadium, am I right? Oh, no. I'm going to have so many more pegs after this. <laughs> What's a pirate without a peg? I had one. Now I'm going to have three. That's yeah. cool, man. 
exciting new opportunities for you and your body. And then Cammy <laughs> hands him a little Dr. Radish Radish pamphlet that's like, so you have another peg. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Radish yeah. Radish's guide to losing a limb and gaining no, more pegs. Be, yes. I think it should be Dr. Radish Radish's guide to gaining and losing limbs. Sure, I like that. That's good. I'm sure that exists. I'm definitely sure that exists. Uh, yeah, I think that you, as you pull up, you now see there is it's just rubble everywhere, uh, like a, a horseshoe of of rubble in this channel off of Small Key Island. Uh, as people are pulling themselves up, they're running to their boats. A lot of boats are passing you, leaving from the main docks. Do you think that we should find, like, Mayor Moonshine or something like that? Yeah, I think we should bring these people to, like, the front gate or the, like, whatever, if there's any, like, flat land or the docks or whatever. But, yeah, I think we should try to find him. Okay. Do we see Kid Trevantes, Eric? Great question. Yeah. Why don't everyone make a perception check of something you're looking for? Never making see. a check again. Never, never, make a, never want make a to check make again. a check again. You can't make me roll dice. <laughs> All right, 16 <laughs> flat. 16. For my best friend, the mayor. 13. 13. 11 total. Uh, 16, Troy, you, you look up there. Kid Cervantes is still standing up there. And now it's like, it's almost spooky. Because yeah. now there's just like a platform that's yeah, yeah. 100 feet even higher now. It's just like 200 feet off the ground, <laughs> swaying in the wind. And there's a cactus guy with yeah. a big scarf standing there. So part of my vehicle proficiency is I can automatically find a safe place to dock the boat. For sure. So I'm going to dock to let all the survivors off. Troy's going to turn to Cammy and say... Uh, hey, can you can you help me f- fly again? Um, y- yes, yes, I can. Cool. But then I gotta take a really long nap. <laughs> yeah, Troy rips off his shirt and uh, wing covers. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, with a thirteen, Cami, you see that Mayor Moonshine, who is a older grasshopper with a big sash that says "I'm the Mayor" on it, yep. is uh, hopping away back towards town. Okay. Well. And maybe, maybe, Cammy, back towards the upside-down volcano. Okay. Interesting. I'm not going to chase after him. You see there's, like, a split in the road, and there's, like, a sign that says, to town, <laughs> to the upside-down volcano. <laughs> and he's hopping. He immediately takes a hard right and hops up that path. Oh, he's going to go talk to the useless god. Okay. Yeah. And with an 11, Umby, you see from the deck that... Archimedes Sevens is going up to Greenfolk running past him, being like, Have you seen my have you seen my ride? Have you seen my ride? Where is my ride? Have you seen my ship? It's very small and it's very fast. Have you seen it? Is it under the rubble? Have you seen it? No? Oh no. <laughs> have you seen my ride? Well, you can offer him a ride, Brandon. Have you seen my ride? <laughs> Poor little moth. <laughs> I'm so sad. Comfort your sweet uh, <laughs> yeah, protege. Brandon, go comfort him. Brandon. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Umbi is a little bit shell shocked still. I think he would. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he's sort of just like in a, a stupor. Is that because yeah. Brandon's also shell shocked <laughs> that he rolled that that one, or? <laughs> I'm trying to be true to the character. Okay, you know? fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> he's playing the character. Listen, two, one of those failures was mine. But we we share responsibility here. Hey, go ahead, fly up there. Swift flight on Troy. Beautiful. Troy will stretch out his wings, and for the second time in his life, second time in as many days, uh, he's going to fly on up to the platform where Kit is. Oi, that's what the prince would do. <laughs> Oi, look at the prince. The prince is coming back. Troy uh, does that pose where you like put one hand behind your head and like flex your uh, your bicep. <laughs> Oi, how did the Oi, how did the prince know that the stadium was coming down? It didn't have a problem. 
Yeah, Prince is doing his rescue efforts and uh, checking on this competitor over here. I'm gonna roll. I'm handing out free tea, free tea for anyone who had a traumatic experience. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna roll really quickly. No, I rolled a two. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> Be like, oi, no, I believe in the monarchy. Look at this free tea. <laughs> yes. Here you go. It's Earl Grey. Free hot bevs, thank you. It's, this is solving all of my jimbly jamblies. <laughs> uh, yeah, Troy is going to fly on up to Kit and land right in front of him and say, I'm so glad you're okay. This is an amazing plot. Did you see what happened? This creature attacked? It was the rock rubs? We were trying to lure him away, but then it, it didn't. It didn't work. I just, I just, is this, this feeling in my gut, it's like there's too many rock rubs. What is it? Kill him and take the key. Kill him and take the key. Kill him and take the key. Be a pirate. It's still, we're still in competition is what I'm saying. What I love, what I love about NPCs is like, I'm going to have an emotional moment and then Brandon's like, yeah, and then I kill him later. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. We all yeah. chose pirates, you know? We all did. It's all our fault. That's fine. That's fine. Kid Cervantes kind of gestures around to everything <laughs> as if to say, yeah, I saw. Great. So um, how do you want to do this? Kids around days kind of. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot the, the thing. Yeah. Um, <whistles> wow. Wow. <sighs> 200 feet up the, the sea air whipping through Troy's antennae and the spines all over Kid Cervantes just whipping in the wind. Kid Cervantes takes their water gun and points towards the cloud kick. So are you cool to uh, to say you won last competitor standing, we'll grab the key, save your sibs, uh, find the salmon? Kizarandes picks up the glass case that the cloud key is in and puts it right in the middle of the dueling arena. Yeah, no, that's cool. We can duel. Okay. And then Troy will uh, <laughs> hop over to the next platform. Hey, hey, Amanda, how's your HP right now? Oh, 15. Enough. Make, hey, make a dexterity check for me. The confidence that you said that with. 15, that's enough. You know, I won't die. Uh, 10. 10. You instinctively put a hand out, and a pink, juicy fruit has just landed with a squish in your hand that Kid Cervantes has tossed to you. Eat it! He wants to heal you! Oh, thanks, bud. Try to pop it in his mouth. You are up to full HP. Yes. Whoa! Yes. Spirit of competition! <laughs> Brandon, can I get some more spaghetti western sounds? Wah, wah, wah! Brandon, go up to the crows. They can help I know, you. I know. A tumbleweed that mm-hmm. <laughs> bounces on the arena and keeps going. All right. Let's fucking do this. All right. I mean, I think normally someone would count down, but I'm happy to do that for us. And like, I'll just, you know, I, I won't fire till after I say it, obviously. The final round of the bullseye games begins now. You couldn't use your microphone to evacuate people? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Cut to the guy still in the booth and Cammy's there now. And he's like, and I'm here too. For commentary. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> this is the Hunger Games commentary I've been waiting for. <laughs> All right, let's roll initiative. Go try Riptide. I'm incredibly biased. <laughs> well, 
Okay. I rolled a seven. I got a 10 on the dice, so I'm going to go first. So where we are, remember, we are outside of range, so all shots have disadvantage, except that Kid Cervantes does not have disadvantage when he shoots outside of his full range. So I'm just going to give you a little... Uh, hey, does an 18 hit you? It does. It does, doesn't it? Uh, please make a constitution saving throw. Uh, how's a five? <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> what are we doing? That's going to be bad. Oh. Do you have a reaction? Um, I'm trying to decide whether to use my last risk die to extend my range or miss this damage. I'll wait. Okay. Yeah. Troy, take 24 points of oh, damage sure. as you hear, and you look down at your stomach, and there is a big cactus needle in the middle of your stomach. 24 points of damage. Oh, no, Troy! Uh, you're going to have to overcome the we- the terrible feeling of being shot through by a cactus needle in order for you not to have disadvantage on the next time you wouldn't have disadvantage. No problem. It's weird that, like, Kid Cervantes' giant cactus needles, they're huge, but they're still just as hard to get out as regular old cactus needles. That's mm-hmm. the hard part. That's not yeah. a hard yeah. part. Man. This is fine. And, uh... <laughs> Troy's going to fire. All right, fire. Give it to me at disadvantage. Well, Eric, I'm going to use my last die, my last wrist die, to do steady aim, which doubles my range. Okay, no disadvantage. However, you still need to make that constitution saving throw. All right, I'll do that first. All right, how's the 13? That's fine. 13's good. All right, good job. So canceled out that disadvantage, steady aimed away my normal long range disadvantage. So now I'm just going to do crossbow shot. Okay. It seems like Troy Riptide has uh, been injured, but is rallying. How did you even get here? Don't worry about it. All right, Eric, does a 13 hit? Eight plus five. A 13 does hit. Yay! Excellent. He's very good, but the poncho gives no armor. Here, you have two attacks, yeah? Yes. Yeah, do, just do the another one. Let's do all the all right. damage together. All right, another eight plus five for 13. That's uh, 13, that hits. Yay! Yes, yes, consistency, that's what we need. So that's a four plus two, which I rolled two times, so it's 12 damage. All right, nice. 12 points of damage. All right, all right. It's not 24, but you know, here we are. Here, here we are. How the fuck did he do 24 damage with one shot? What a world! All right, he has a good wah, weapon. Wah, wah. Let's roll again. All right. Roll for initiative as you take your paces forward into regular range. Nice. So no disadvantage? Automatic disadvantage now? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. Oh, I also have a 12. Let's reroll. <laughs> roll off. Roll off. All right. Well, the first one is a 7. You can do this. Next one. Oh, and that 20. All right. Yeah, you go yeah, first. Yeah. Okay. Save those for your attack rolls, but still. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Roll them again. All right. So that's... And 11 plus 5 for a 16 to that, hit. That hits. And nice. second attack. A 5 plus 5 for a 10 to hit. Well, that does not hit. All right, so one did. Ooh. But now that I no longer have disadvantage on the roll, I can use my bonus action to re-roll the attack roll. Oh, oh sick. To bounce. Exactly. Bounce, bounce that arrow. Ricochet, baby. Bounce, 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 so my first bounce. arrow lands true. The second one goes wide. And through just a gust of, like, a steamy wind. Like the wind hits you in the face and you're like, what? The arrow hits the bottom of the pedestal that Kid Cervantes is on and hits him back again in the foot. In the foot? Out. In the foot. Yeah. 
Well, that'll make his dex checks harder if it's in the foot. In the foot. He can't move forward his paces. Yeah, roll again. You know? Yeah. All right. It's a 14 plus 5, a 19 to hit. All right. That hits. All right. So, so this attack only does half damage because it was on the ricochet. Mm-hmm. But still. I do have to ask, Eric, this is not to negate Amanda's thought, but what is a cactus's foot? Is it his pot? <laughs> hey, Brandon, great question. And we'll talk about that uh, behind the party, which is after, after every episode, me, you, and Chris Hardwick talk about, <laughs> oh. talk about what happened in the last episode. No, what did I do to deserve this? All right, so my first attack that was not halved did 10 damage, and great. the second one that is halved after the halving does 4 damage. Okay, so 14. that's 14. Brandon, if you look in the chat... Clearly, it has. You a can't f- just put a Digimon up there, Julia. It has a foot. The cactus, the Digimon cactus, has a foot. Yeah, Digimon rolls. Oh no, Eric did something. All right. The duel begins with a spray of water. Kizaronte's fires a massive cactus needle right through Troy's midsection. Troy, you fire back and shoot two arrows that hit Kizaronte's clean. Both of you, wounded cowboys, gunslingers, step forward. Troy fires twice. One hits true. The other, as people know Troy to do, Troy doesn't miss. He just hits the fun way. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Too true. Too true. And Troy, you see Kid Cervantes tweak a dial on their water gun. (laughs) Moves his giant southwest western colored scarf out of the way to reveal kind of a cubby hole inside of their body. You oh. know how cactuses have, like, little things, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure. But it's still weird. No, it's still weird. No, for still sure. Weird. I just want to, for all the arboreals out there, <laughs> I just want to make sure it was there. Oh, sick, man. And inside of their little cubby hole, they pull the trigger. You see water shoots rapidly, like, in quick, automatic bursts. Into his own chest? Up through his own head. What? Why would you do that? And Troy, you look up, and it's too late to move. Uh, As you are getting from above, Troy Riptide is pelted by tiny cactus needles. And I rolled an at 20. All right, that was very cool. Ow. We are getting our asses whooped this episode. Holy really shit. really are. 23 times 2. Oh my god. Is 46 damage. Oh, are we playing the rules where if you double your HP with one, with a knockout, you die? I have 16 HP left. Okay, you're still alive. Amazing. No, no, no. Oh. I had 16 before I get hit, so I get 46 damage. That brings me to negative 30. What's your total HP? I have 40, including Havana Tropicana's bonus. So it's a 34 plus 6. 34? Oh, that is, oh my god, that's so close. Oh <laughs> that god. that yeah. does not, temporary hit points do not count here. So what, I would have been dead if I had negative 34 or more? Correct. Well, luckily, it's only negative 30. And Troy, you feel a moment where you feel every single cactus thorn riddled through your body as you fall backwards and are pinned to the ground. Winner, Kid Cervantes. Cammy, as you look up, you look and you see on the other side of the dueling arena, you see a momentary flash of the American Southwest. <laughs> and Kid Cervantes is gone, but there is a parchment tied up 
and stabbed into the ground with a big cactus thorn. Fucker. The cloud key is also gone. Cammy is going to run over and be like, okay, let's see what he has to say. Troy and his friends. You fought valiantly, but there can only be one great pirate sharpshooter on the Great Salt Sea. You can still call yourself that, but now you know. You'll hear from me when we're going under. Kid. Heist, 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 heist. And that is the end of the Bullseye Games arc. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens next. A triumphant conclusion. (laughs) Our worst job ever. It sure is the last Bullseye Games, guys, at Small Key Stadium. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) We're going to find a new venue. Certainly got to. TBD. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. I'll see you a song.